Welcome back to Rising Action. I am one of your lovely hosts, Josh Johnson, and over there, through the power of the internet, is Grayson. How you doing, buddy? I'm marvelous, splendid, fantabulous, all those wonderful adjectives. I'm a little nasally. Other than that, I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Grabs his dictionary and then says, I'm also nasally. <laughs> uh, to be fair, it probably makes your voice sound amazing. You know, the other day, uh, I was I was recording uh, my other podcast, Comic Blast, sponsor. Just kidding. It's not sponsored at all, but it is a shameless plug. And uh, <laughs> I was like, you know, somehow this makes my voice sound better. So <laughs> um, we have that. <laughs> That's how it goes. But we back doing an RA cereal. Makes it, makes it deeper. Exactly. We're back for RA cereal, episode numero dos. Uh, and this one is kind of fun. So, you know, you and I have made short films before. Um, I can think of a couple of them that, yeah, fun times. They've never seen the light of day, um, but I watch them every now and then, and they bring joy to me because I remember making them, and I remember the process of, you know, writing the script and actually shooting it and editing it and some of the, you know, decisions we made in the process of making it. Just like the whole experience was a whole bunch of fun. Um, but the one thing we didn't do that a whole bunch of other filmmakers do is try to actually turn their short films into a way to make feature films. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, those short films need to actually gain traction, um, so that that filmmaker can turn the short film into, you know, a potential, uh, deal with a studio or producer. It, it, allows you to make connections in the film industry. It allows you to go to festivals. It allows you to kind of like get yourself in the door, show people what you can do with a small story so that then you can uh, get a bigger story. Um, but in order to kind of make it to the pinnacle of short films, uh, which would be the Oscars, you got to do some very weird things in order to actually get that short film, that labor of love, the baby that you've spent time with your friends or in some cases you've spent thousands of dollars on and uh, kind of put your weekends and and whatnot into, mm -hmm. actually get it into the Oscars, it is a total headache. And yeah, it is incredibly interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you sent me this article and was like, let's talk about this. So I was like, okay. I was like, this probably is going to be really mundane. And then I'm, you're telling me, like I'm reading it. <laughs> I, like, I read some of it and then I like was like, oh, that's kind of, I'm like, ah, whatever. Like, it's probably not right. And then uh, you were telling me and you're like, no. So like we have the, we have like the regulations pulled up here. Um, why don't you tell me one of the, like, let's just kind of go down and address these. <laughs> yeah. So like the, the main kind of like, I don't know if you want to call it the first rule or whatever, but the first First rule is uh, the the film has to be publicly exhibited for paid admission at a commercial motion picture theater in L.A. County for a run of at least seven days consecutively. So, like, you've made your your baby, and if you're an indie filmmaker, this is obviously, you know, I mean, this is difficult to do as an indie filmmaker. So it's probably why there's not that many indie films in the this Oscar category anyway. But let's say, for example, you've made this film, it's your baby, you're an indie filmmaker, and now 
you're checking off your steps to actually get your baby into consideration for an Oscar. And step number one is you got to get it in a theater in L.A. County in Los Angeles for seven consecutive days. So, you know, I looked it up on Cora for whatever that's worth, but it said that the average uh, cost to play a film at play your film at a theater is like 500 bucks per um, per showing or per screen per showing. So, you know, in this case, you only got to show up once a day, but uh, also you got to take into account that in LA County, it's probably much, much more expensive. So you're probably paying like a thousand dollars per showing per screen that you're showing your baby. And uh, you got to do it seven days in a row. So you've got to shell out at probably a minimum, if not more, $7,000 just to kind of check this off the box to say, okay, yeah, my film qualifies. Ugh, that's, that doesn't even seem worth it to me. Like, it, it's just like, eh, whatever. I'll put it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of a hassle. <laughs> But um, there's also there's also a second option, which, in my opinion, seems easier, but probably not. Uh, the, the film must have won a qualifying award at a competitive film festival as specified in the short film qualifying f- festival list, regardless of any prior public exhibition or distribution by non-theatrical means. Proof of the award must be submitted with the entry. Uh, and there's a whole list on the Oscars uh, website. So that's the really short way to get it <laughs> in there. Um, so it's interesting because there are like two categories to actually get a film in there. It's either a student film or it's like a professional. I mean, quote unquote professional. I guess student films are still professional, but, you know, a financed film mm-hmm. and the finance film, you have to get it in the theater. Student films, you have to like win at a competition. Um it says competitive film festival. Uh, so that's, they have a list of them. It's everything from Tribeca to TIFF in Toronto to Cannes and France. And um, and if, I guess like if you win there or you get that gold, silver, bronze, um, then after you've won at those competitions, which like thousands of films get submitted to, you know, and you, you win at those competitions, then you get to go to the Academy and be entered into their competition. Yeah. Which you may not even be nominated. You'll be entered, but you have to <laughs> right. get nominated and then <laughs> you can you win. M- right. So, you know, from where it all started, when you had the idea for the short film, then you made the short film. At that point, there are thousands, I mean, probably one to 10,000 films mm-hmm. that are competing with you to get into a film festival, um, to place at the Academy Student Film Awards. Yeah. Um, so you started at thousands and then it got pared down to, okay, you're the best of all those. But then, all of these competitions, all of these festivals send their winners to the Academy for the Oscar. Um, and so then 
Now you were thousands. Now you're probably hundreds, but these hundreds all beat out their thousands. And, uh, and so you, you might go through all that and still not even, not even get an award, not even get nominated. Yeah. I mean, the amount of, like, I'm looking here at the list of winners for the best live action, um, short film for the Academy Awards. And, um, I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't, I don't know any of these people or any of these short films (laughs) because, because there are so freaking many. I've watched actually a good chunk of short films on the internet. I'm, I went through this like rabbit hole back on once upon a time. We were talking about um, Denis Villeneuve's short film when we talked about him as a director. Yeah. And so then I went on this whole rabbit hole of like horror um, short films and stuff. And some of them are really good. None of them, which are on here. Uh, I mean, you know, 2020 slash 21 because they like combined them basically um, this past um, Academy Awards. Um, it was Two Distant Strangers by Trayvon Free and uh, Martin Desmond Rowe. Um, and um, the year before that, which was 2019 at the 92nd, there was The Neighbor's Window by Marshall Curry. Um year before that was skin uh by guy nativ and jamie ray newman like i mean there's so and there's just like there's it there's five nominees uh with one of them being a winner like every year and they've been doing the short film category for you know you would think this is probably more a more recent category but no like it goes back all the way into like the 40s and 30s <laughs> like the earliest um which was at the fifth academy awards uh, was in 1931 and 32. And the, the very first one that won was The Music Box, uh, which was a comedy uh, by Hal Roach. <laughs> um, so. You want to know something crazy? The um, Two Distant Strangers that won Best Short Film at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Very much not the kind of short films that we made in college because... Um, it was produced by Diddy Combs, Sean Combs, the rapper. Oh, uh, so there's already, okay. Kind of big deals, but the two, uh, main actors in this short film are Joey Badass, uh, who is a fairly famous yeah. rapper and Andrew Howard, who was, um, the guy trying to pull out, um, the protagonist's teeth in Tenet. Oh, really? Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember that now. Wow, that's um, and uh, hmm. two distant strangers did their little theater run, so they had to do it for at least seven days, but it made four hundred forty-three thousand dollars. How much? Was, I wonder how much theaters. the budget was. Does it say? Um, I don't. Yeah, know. I don't. I don't see a budget um, anywhere for it, but I'm guaranteed they profited. But I think it is on Netflix. Really? Okay, that's kind of cool. Like I'm, I like. Yeah. I'd say like I want to see these short films because personally, I love sh- the short film format, and that's probably a good reason yeah. why we're talking about it. Of course, we've done some ourselves, and um, Seth, who has been on here, has done so plenty think, of them before. You know, I think the real lesson here is um, you and I, <clears throat> or like indie filmmakers you're not getting a film into the short film category of the Oscars. You need money, you need backing. 
Um, but if you happen to have all those things, you have to get it into a theater in LA, which if you've got money and backing is no right. big deal. Uh, but for an indie filmmaker that looks at it like, okay, how can I get my, my film to the Oscars, which is everyone's dream? Um, you know, on paper it says, put it in a theater run in L.A., uh, shoot it at least in 2K, but probably you need to shoot it in 4K or 35 millimeter film. Um, it needs to have certain audio standards, and then you have to get it into the, uh, the festival circuit work your way up to the festival circuit. And then after you've made it through all that, you can get it into the Oscars. But then at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter because you just need money. It's true. And famous people. Yeah. In it. Um, which, <laughs> uh, back interesting you. thing. I'm actually going out to Knoxville in about a month or less to help a friend with his short film. He went to film school. We've got a lot of people that are, uh, involved in like, film community as well some like smaller scale actors and stuff not like any a-list or b-list actors but just like at people who have gone to acting school and stuff like that um i'm gonna be his ap and um we are going to try Heck to get yeah. that into some festivals i know he is at least um obviously some smaller fe festivals at first but um yeah so this has all been very informational for me i'm not like, listen <laughs> like it is a maybe a 2% chance that it ever gets to the Oscars, uh, even just submitted. It could get submitted. It could maybe get submitted, but I don't think it will get. You could get you could get on the slush pile. The slush pile. Yeah. they will be like, wow, this is crap. <laughs> <laughs> just like and it just <laughs> dies. Um, no, I, I hope not, though. Um, but this has been informational for me. But listen, I'll just be happy if it gets to just even some sort of smaller festival. Um, cause there's plenty of those for short films and, uh, but yeah, I'm excited for the experience. And, uh, when that's, when that finishes, um, I'll, I'll also be starring in it, not as like a lead, but as like a, oh. like as like a villain basically. Um, so you do like, you, you're a good thanks. villain. Yeah. I mean, I will be, I'll be faceless and very menacing, but my friend was like, yeah, I saw that short film. This sounds a lot like... What is... Oh, did he see the one that I'm thinking of? Uh, it was one that we did for school where I played a slasher. Chauffeur? No, 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 no. Not that one. Oh, yeah, not that I, one? I played a slasher, oh. um, and I'm playing something very similar. I'll be in, like, all black, like, what probably wearing some sort of mask or something. Like, you know, you will not see my face. Um, but he's like, dude, you look very, like menacing and it's because i'm 6'3 200 pounds like yeah <laughs> i'm gonna look menacing next to we're, we're gonna be in the film chasing two girls uh that are like you know average height Jeez. or whatever i mean it's like it's it's a horror short it'll be like 20 25 minutes something like that um yeah anyway there's that and uh i'll, I'll make sure to maybe you can make it into the slush yeah. pile at the yeah. oscars Listen, it'd be my honor <laughs> <laughs> On, uh, on that disappointment, it's time uh, to end. Thank you so much for listening to Rising Action Serial. Uh, if you enjoy the episode, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening. You can't do it on us. Spotify, but you can share it, it, it on Spotify. I've learned that the hard way. Do yeah. that. Gross, Spotify. Let people do reviews. Anyway, <laughs> that'll be all from us. 
We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Rising Action. You can follow us on Instagram at risingaction underscore, and we will see you in the next episode.